I have so many projects. This is the year where they're all gonna happen. I've been kind of hibernating for like two, three years just making. So this is the year where I'm gonna be pushing things out. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Fanboy Friday with Shah Jahan Khan. My guest for this week is one of my oldest digital friends from like way back in the primal ages of myspace.com when everyone had a blog or a Tumblr or a live journal. Tanzila Taz Ahmed plays at the intersections of pop and politics through a variety of mediums and actions. Motivated by her Bangladeshi and Muslim upbringing in Southern California, she started her career as an activist by creating a political voice for those most marginalized in the backlash of September 11th. Taz is everything. She's an essayist, a poet, a podcaster, a screenwriter. She has won all sorts of awards, done everything you can imagine, including even recording an episode of her former podcast, Good Muslim, Bad Muslim, at the Obama White House. She's been a really, really dear friend and supporter of all of my artistic endeavors ever since, like, I don't know, since 2004. So I'm so excited to talk to her this week. More with Taz Ahmed after a quick break. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers. And most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. So one of the projects I'm working on is I've been obsessed with local history. I've always been obsessed with South Asian history. And um, when I was living in the Bay Area, I collected a lot of South Asian Bay Area history for our radical history timeline that we did for Bay Area Solidarity Summer. That's still a workshop that they're using. So for the past year, I've been trying to update it for an L.A. version. So I've been kind of like hunting for South Asian history locally in LA. And this year, I really want to map it out on a Google map and then start moving forward on like recording stories at each location of the points of history. So really excited about that. And then I have some movie scripts that I've been working on. So I'm hoping this is the year where I can finally get to pitch to them and, you know, see if I can actually turn them into real things. So you mentioned that you spent, um, the last couple of years. I mean, I would argue you're always super busy and always doing stuff, but I'm always busy. <laughs> but in terms of the like hibernation, I think was the word that you used. Hibernation doesn't mean like not doing anything. I think yeah. for me, hibernation means like just going inward. So like I was making a lot of art and then people online were like, can you, are you selling this? I was like, I'm not being a part of capitalism right now. I am just making art to make art for myself and to, you know, write these scripts for myself and 
you know, dig into these histories for myself. I just spent like two years just like doing all the things I wanted to do without having to worry about if an audience was going to appreciate it, if I was, you know, going to be able to share it. Like I was just really trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And that was really helpful. I think that giving yourself the room to get bored to where your mind kind of wanders and you can just like think about things and then that turns into other things. I just didn't have that space when I was in my day job and I was just kind of hustling from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And I was able to just like really sink deeply into my creativity for the past couple of years. And now I'm like ready to share the, with the world what I've been working on. In terms of the history stuff, are there examples of like similar projects, maybe not similar, but just ones that you sort of look to for inspiration, you know, that you thought did stuff like that well, or are you doing something totally different? You know what it is? So the first phase was we did this radical history timeline workshop for in the Bay Area. Then that turned into the radical history South Asian walking tour that Anurvan and Bernali do in the Bay Area, which is a great walking tour. Atlas Obscura covered it in a recent podcast. If you want to go listen to that. And then SADA, the South Asian American Digital Archives, they did a walking tour for Philadelphia. And then I was like, what would a walking tour in L.A. look like? Then, of course, I was like, L.A., you can't, no one walks in L.A., so it would have to be a driving tour. And if it's a driving tour, how would you, how would you construct it? And I was like, okay, you have to, like, have a digital map and, like, have a different audio. So I was just kind of, like, taking the, the, this idea of a walking tour and trying to reimagine it for the city of L.A., which is definitely a city where people spend a lot of time in cars. So those are the kind of, that's kind of where I'm looking towards for this project. Hopefully it works. I'm, I'm super obsessed. Why is it so important for South Asians to like, like there's a lot of stuff that's been happening, you know, why is it so crucial for, um, for like us to tell our own history and to construct our own narrative history? Yeah. I mean, we have to do it because no one's going to do it for us. Our histories are always marginalized. Mainstream white history never talks about what's happening in the South Asian American, you know, storyline of what's happening. And even then, what's happening in the South Asian American narrative is being um, manipulated, you know, by the right, the Hindu fundamentalists, right? Like, so they there was this huge textbook war that was happening where they, they wanted to erase the narrative of how Indians were being portrayed in an American textbook. And this, you know, it's a, I just got finished reading um, The Trauma of Caste by Thin Mori. Uh, I don't, I forgot her last name. Um, and it, she talks about, you know, being Dalit and casteism and like how that kind of translates into history. And, and the reason why it's so important to tell our history is because either mainstream white people or mainstream other types of people are trying to manipulate the story. And, the, the great, the greatest stories are the ones that are hidden and that aren't being archived and aren't being told. I feel like if we can capture those stories, it's um, empowering to people. People don't feel isolated. That was one of the reasons why we started having that as the first wa workshop for our youth at the Area Solidarity Summer. We wanted people to locate themselves in time and to realize that they're not isolated and alone in the experiences that they're feeling, and that what they're doing now as activists has a long legacy. Um, that builds the foundation of what they're doing now and what they're going to do. 
I think it makes such a difference because it it's able to get youth. At, we were we were doing it. We are doing it for people who are like under twenty one, and we are able to get them kind of like this head start that you know most of us who are involved with organizing in that in those years we didn't have access to this kind of history, and um, it's, I mean we just wanted to give everyone that access so that they can have that head start. What are like maybe one or two of the most challenging parts of doing something like this? And do you like remember kind of a sort of triumphant moment where you were able to like overcome the challenge? Yeah, I mean, like, I think one of the hardest thing about this project and any of the projects that I've been working on is like getting paid for it, right? Like making a living and working on these projects. And I think there are people that start projects where they're pitching an idea, trying to get it funded, and then they work on the project. And then there are people who just kind of like just jump right in and do it. And then they're going to figure out the funding later. And I feel lucky enough where I'm doing the latter now. Um, I, I made the choice to like step back from <laughs> capitalism and to like really throw myself into being a creative. Um, that being said, I do need to go find a job very soon. And uh, I don't know if these projects will keep going, you know, if I if I have a job because, you know, working a nine to five takes up a lot of time and brain mm -hmm. energy. Um, but hopefully I can figure out a way to make it work. That's I mean, that's that's so hard. Like, I feel like everyone has so many ideas within them that they can do. But capitalism really sucks out our, our juices. Yeah, that, that's me overcoming <laughs> <laughs> Fanboy Friday with Shah Jahan Khan is a production of Rafaelion Media, hosted by me and edited by Ari Mathay. Our theme song was composed by myself and my good friend Tanya Pollitt. Special shout out to my mom, Tina Khan, for bringing home the Rabab from Pakistan, which is the featured instrument, along with Tanya's incredible vocals. Please follow Taz's work at T A Z Z Y S T A R, that's Tazzy Star. Check out her website, tazzystar.me, and also please buy her stuff on Etsy. It's fantastic. Thanks so much for listening. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.